Rock Rising is an artist-focused, nonprofit organization. We rely on listeners like you to keep going. If you want to find out how you can support a show, an artist, or give to our 2021 organizational costs, please go to rockrising.org slash donate. Thanks for listening. That's right. Oh, girly, girly. <laughs> Steven. Right. How about... Steven Beaven. <laughs> Great. I like this mood, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't you, I feel like you're so ready because you're getting a lot of personality. So you go first. Which oh, do we want to get rid you of? You know, I am ready. So, okay. You know how, okay. So I, I don't know how to begin this um, best, but I want to get rid of uh, people who say actually when they like something uh-huh. because they're too cowardly to admit that they like it. And so they have to say that they actually like something right. just to make sure that like everyone knows, like they wouldn't normally do this, but like <laughs> actually like, In this case, it's what a surprise. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like actually good. Like I listened because I actually like, this you know producer who was working on it who is actually like somebody who makes good music on their own and so when i listened to this song actually it was actually good actually so like i liked it because it was actually good and you know obviously this is coming primarily from this was this has been made most glaring uh because of you know this is another time in which we are dating ourselves. Uh, we are not long after the release of the second of a possible third uh, of a possible three Taylor Swift albums that oh. have been released since July. And obviously the same with the first one, the same with the first one. This second one is like fantastic in its own way. And they're both like big departures for, but like anytime someone is like, oh, I listened and, you know, it was actually good. I'm like, no, it was good. Mm -hmm. And you actually need to get over yourself because no one cares about whether or not you stoop to liking (laughs) the most popular artist of her generation. (laughs) Fuck you, man. Like... Yeah, I can't. Yeah, no, it's a it's a word that often I feel like just yeah, it's just like used. um, Yeah, I I feel like I'm I was I'm not quite gonna say we should just get rid of that word, but like because I guess in like a scholarly article it can have its a meaning that's not pissy, but I feel like it's just usually a a pissy word. Yeah. Right. I feel like maybe it should only exist in as a question mm. of clarification. Oh, like, mm, you know, sure. it can never be a part of a statement. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we screamed to the heavens. Ac- actually, Did you actually do that. Mm-hmm. Did you actually sure. do that, or do you right. did you mean this like figuratively? Because just in context, I'm having trouble parceling out exactly what you mean. Yes, we did. 
Copy. Thank you for not using the A word when you responded because that word is reserved only for the question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because what do we have? We have the two actuallys uh, that are in two contexts, most often directed at women. One being, uh, actually, I need to clarify on this point that my explanation is either about to be wrong or merely an echo of something that you've already said uh but i wasn't paying attention to you um <laughs> or it's go a uh, guy like a uh, woman makes suggestion actually that's a good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like oh i thought it was just a good idea but right, i didn't right, realize right, it was right. actually a good idea <laughs> um did we did we get that everyone it's actually a good idea it actually is yeah, yeah. actually you know, that pisses me off actually, a lot mm-hmm yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, we can, we can mm, get rid of all. Mm, oh, no. Uh, no, no. Back device. to the good old days. Mm, did I actually um, just hear a device go off? Oh, my goodness. Yes, you did. See, that you was did, the correct word. That was the correct. I mean, there was still, I could still. There was, uh, there was a whiff of know, the, the tone was not lost on me. Mm-hmm. Let me just put it that way. Uh, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I want to get rid. Of, I guess I want to get rid of all actuallys outside of uh, questions of clarification. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Um. Well. Good. Mine, um, there's just no transition into or out of mine because it's just so random and nobody is going to care, but I'm just going to stick with it and I'm going to say it. Um, I want (laughs) to, so stupid. Um, I want to replace radishes, just like, you know, when you picture a radish, it's red, that it's got white flesh, Mm -hmm. radish, Mm -hmm. all regular radishes can go away and be replaced with the watermelon radish. I do Um, not care about that. Oh, see, I knew it. See, nobody <laughs> care about this. I actually do like uh, watermelon oh, radishes. You actually do? Wow. <laughs> you just oh, did it. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what do they say? There's something on my own sword. Mm, falling on my own on sword. Own sword. <laughs> so oh, boy. Um, no, I'm going to be so aware of that. I'm sure I'm going to say actually like seven times this episode. But um, yeah, right. no, it doesn't really, nobody cares. But um, I just, I got the last of like a farm's, you know, like their last uh-huh. crop of whatever recently um, of watermelon radishes. And just, man, it's so much better. Easy to eat. Not so tangy. Sometimes I guess you want that. Do they not have that peppery taste? They don't. They really don't. They've got just like mm. a, a hint. And they're just so surprising on the inside. It's just it's just a delightful experience. So mm-hmm. that's I'm all. I'm mostly familiar with them as, uh, I don't know how you have to cook them to make sure that they're soft enough to do this, but I've mostly had them as the shell. If you run them through like a mandolin slicer, mm-hmm. they make great shells for like vegan tacos you know like a smoked tofu taco with a watermelon radish big time baby that is yay what a crazy idea that's cool isn't it yeah so let's do that love it (laughs) love it yes yep um i'll have more substantial ones in the future i'm sure but i just that's the thing that's it's Mm. just i'm speaking my truth and right now that's just honestly how i'm feeling hey my truth you know you know it it did be like that sometimes. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it yeah. 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 
I feel that. You know, it's sometimes I'm like when eating Captain Crunch with crunch berries, I want mm. to not have crunch berries. <laughs> but if you buy Captain Crunch without crunch berries because it's not been in the box with the crunch berries, it doesn't taste the same as mm. the Captain Crunch that's in the box with the crunch berries. Mm. And so uh-oh. Sometimes I, I get really frustrated that they don't that because I don't want to waste the berries because then that but I don't want oops all berries. I want the Captain Crunch that I want. Um <laughs> and so you know it's, I it's, I think yeah, more people yeah. care about your thing than they care about mm-hmm. that. Well maybe you know? maybe people over the age of twelve, yes, but under I'm sure they would care more about yours than mine. Which isn't an uh, insult. I hope that sounded like oh. it was insulting, but I didn't mean. Um, that. Did you mean that actually? I actually, I actually personally like cereal still, even though I'm an adult. Oh, actually, <laughs> I actually like cereal. Cereal's actually good. Actually, I don't know if you've tasted cereal, cereal? lately, but it's actually good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Oh man. Let's Are we ready? I think we should actually oh, do it. Let's do it. Cause ooh boy, you're looking like you like what you see, or shall I say here? Cause this is your favorite podcast. Should we keep this? The culture of you podcast. That's bringing sexy back. As we look back over yeah. the past 50 years of film, music and television, trying to catch you right and dirty as we challenge your nostalgia and get at the question. Does that make me crazy? Nice. You nailed it. I tell you, but the rest is still unwritten. Oh, what I'm Steven, right? I'm oh. Steven. Hips don't lie, Moscus. I'm crazy, Gina Stevenson. And if I may say so, Gina. Yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. Oh, wow. And promiscuous girl. It's 2006, and we're here to talk about the departed. The departed. To the Caribbean, dead man's chest. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are. and there those hips don't lie for those movies. You probably already said that. Ooh, one. Ooh. I did, but ooh, ooh, you got the right temperature for shelter <laughs> me from the storm. <laughs> no, um, you having a bad day? Are you taking one down? Wow, this is impressive. I can't believe all these mm-hmm. songs. Oh my god! Right. Wow, and next year too, but we won't let you know yet because that's spoiling. Yeah, we'll um, have to let you know then. Yes, yeah, so this is 2006. Um, there's quite a good amount in common between these two movies, I thought. I've got, we've got the year of, I mean, the very obvious theme, which is incredibly common between them. Um, the law versus the outlaw, you know? Um, mm. Very, very much a part of both casts. Mm. Groups, of, groups of characters who are represent the law, groups who represent the outlaws. Um, Fair. And then also movies with only one female character who the two main dudes both want to sleep with. That's also happening right. in both. And there's like an additional female character, yes, who is in like, you know, eight minutes of the movie in both cases. So, but, mm. but you know, basically one female character. Also w- women inexplicably kissing. Yeah, true. Inexplicably. Actually, I would say one is more explicable and it's... It's not the one you'd expect. It's not the one that you think... Yeah. Yeah. The... uh, Yeah. Also, uh, you know, the year of, you know, backstabbers backstabbing. Oh. You know, they're all uh, varying scruples, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. The year of Loose rats models. and moles. Rats. Yeah. And, yeah. 
yeah. uh, le- you know, uh, loose lips sinking ships, no. you know. Literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You can have my job. I get it. Fine. I don't want your job. Okay. <laughs> I am. I'm a, a four wing five. Okay. I don't want the leadership. I just want to hear well, I want uh, somebody to like build the diving board and then me to come and fucking nail spectacular, uh, dive. spectacular dive. Got it. All right. Cool. Uh, I forgot my numbers already, but that's fine. So you want to start with pirates? Or what do you sure we can start with pirates? Let's do this one. So, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. This is the top grossing movie. Say that again. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, that is the only way anyone says it. I know, but it's wrong. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) look. I know. I know. Like, but it's we can say if you if we're talking about cruises you can go either or but when it comes to the pirates of the caribbean there's only one way to say it. it's so funny because why did that happen like it was the title in the trailer maybe that maybe it was spoken in the trailer by that voice pirates of the caribbean because otherwise i i don't know why that is the case but it is totally the case you know it's like a thing that we've all just decided on right i don't know and i don't know if it's just because it's slightly easier to say yeah it's more it's more in the caribbean um, pirates of the caribbean it's like more in it's in you know uh, uh, there's some iams there right it's it's like all it's all stressed on stress stressed on stressed depending if you have stress of but you know pirates actually no it's trochaic Oh, it's trochaic. Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. Right. But regardless. Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. Okay. Well, now I'm. Anyways, yeah. uh, I'm forgetting what I guess what trochaic means because I don't. Trochaic is is stressed, unstressed. Uh huh. Pirates. I am because unstressed, stressed. Right, right, right. Okay. But yeah, either way, it's stri- either way you both you said it's not yeah pirates, yeah right. It's so, pirates right of the Caribbean, right right okay We're, okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we got that out of the way. That's good. <laughs> um, and then uh, then for everyone at home, yes, dead man's chest is trochaic. Dead man's chest. Dead we man's all got chest. that. Great, thank you. Thank I appreciate it because they well. did they did get that. Um, all right, here's the synopsis of this this romp of a movie um okay so if you, hopefully you saw the first one or remember it um we've got will turner and elizabeth swan um they're about to get married in the beginning of this movie when lord beckett chairman of the east india trading company interrupts with warrants for their arrest for helping captain jack sparrow escape back in the first movie um beckett sends will out to find jack if he can bring back jack's compass which will lead the holder to whatever they want the most in the world um then beckett will issue pardons to all three of them jack elizabeth and will um meanwhile jack on board his ship the black pearl is visited by will's father bootstrap bill turner who is uh part of davy jones crew which is sort of people who are kind of dead but never die who have to crew the uh flying dutchman ship for a long long time and they grow mm. barnacles all over themselves um who warns so bill turner warns jack that davy jones is looking for him because he owes him a debt of his soul um and must join davy jones creepy barnacle covered crew 
Um, but Jack doesn't want to do that. Um, and so Jack is looking for a key that will open Davy Jones' chest, which is where he keeps his heart. Um, whoever has the heart can control Davy Jones. Um, mm. So Jack and his crew, scared by the threat of Jones' enormous ship-swelling kraken, um, they lay low on an island for a while where they are almost eaten by a tribe of cannibals uh, who live there get back to that obviously a lot um will f- will finds them on that island they all escape um elizabeth meanwhile managed to sneak on board a ship disguised as a man though for some reason she also brought a dress with her um she finds jack in tortuga after jack tricked will into joining davy jones crew in his stead um also on tortuga they find commodore norrington the f- well, former commodore who was the dude who was supposed to marry elizabeth in that first movie and who has been searching for jack who hates jack a lot uh, but he also joins jack's crew um, lots of sea battles, the two ships, which are, you know, the Black Pearl and the Dutchman of Davy Jones, you know, find each other eventually. The Kraken attacks the ship. I'm skipping over a lot of story, but it's, you know, it's a lot. Will gets the key to the chest, which he steals off of Davy Jones' person. Um, Norrington, though, at the last minute, steals the heart from the chest and runs off. We don't know what's going to happen to that cliffhanger. And the last thing we see of Jack is him getting swallowed by the Kraken with a sword in hand. Or maybe a pistol, I can't remember. Um, so it's very much a cliffhanger. You'll have to watch well, We do know third. what he did with the heart. Who, Norrington? Doesn't mm-hmm. he take it? He takes it and he goes to Beckett, to the... Yes, to yeah. the East India Trading sure, Company. Sure, sure. You... Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't, like, give him the heart and they, like, use it. Right, we don't know how he's going to... Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. That... That that's wrong, correct? That's wrong, correct? Okay, okay, thank you. Yeah, 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 sure. But yes, he's got it. Actually, that was right. What you said? (laughs) Actually, thank you. (laughs) Um, And that's it's the essential zoomed out synopsis of this movie, The Caribbean. Yeah, this uh, this two hundred twenty five million dollar movie made one point oh six billion, and it won the Academy Award for visual effects. Um, Fun fact: so this movie is filled with people who are already. Mucho famous, so um, I can be fired, and I'll show myself out. Um, <laughs> no, already very famous: uh, Johnny Depp, Keira Knightley, Bill Nye, um, Tom Hollander, Jonathan Price, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Orlando Bloom, Hans Zimmer, um, and then somebody who is not that famous but was already working and never really got more famous is Naomi Harris, who plays Tia Dalma. Mm -hmm. And she was the mom in Moonlight. Yeah. That's what we were. We both were like, wait a minute when we were watching it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, And, and, and so the, the, the big relevance from this movie, um, the relevant things, were and this isn't something that they this one is i struggle with because it's kind of the lord of the rings did this and that's they get relevance points but i do feel like something i remember most about this movie Mm -hmm. because i did not see it at the time Mm. was that oh they filmed this at the same time as the other one the, the next one or, yeah, the next uh, one they filmed them wow. in. Um, they filmed. They just did one continuous film shoot. Oh, um, ooh. ooh, and then the big one. The big one is uh, 
release the kraken. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Which they do say that. Some right? people yeah. say yeah, they say it, mm -hmm. and it's apparently the basis for when Bill Nye says it again in Clash of the Titans. That is potentially the more famous instance of Bill Nye saying it. But it started yeah. here first. But it, it started here first. The gotcha. the popular version is actually a reference. Actually. <laughs> Man, this really sucks. Mm, yeah. um, <laughs> but, you did a great oh, job. Oh, 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 oh. The one thing I wanted to say, the um the director, I looked when the when it popped up, director, Gore Verbinski. I went, mm -hmm. Gore Verbinski. Mm -hmm. Who is who is that? Yes. And because you would think Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's oh, going to be a director that Jerry. I've heard of. Michael Bay, Jerry Bruck. Were you going to say Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. um, so I have three Gore Verbinski movies that I wrote down. Um, yep. I'm excited. In ascending order of popularity, The mm -hmm. Mexican mm. with Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. About like a like a famous handgun that mm. always backfires or something, um, but then mouse hunt. <laughs> yep, mouse and, hunt. Yeah, okay, keep going. Mm -hmm. And the ring. Yeah, right. <laughs> What and Rango? Like, apparently, and Rango. Like was my after, his post Pirates of the Caribbean. It all made sense to me because it was all mm -hmm. like Johnny Depp stuff. Because sure. he also did the um, uh, Lone Ranger. Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh. Yeah, and so I'm like, who 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 gets there first, Johnny mm -hmm. Depp or or Gore Verbinski? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what a what a um, you know, it's just proof that you can't be pigeonholed. You can't. You, you just can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really that was shocking. Mouse hunt. Oh my god. <laughs> right. Like wow. <laughs> Which I will say, fun movie. Mm, sure, sure. Not not quite the same as Toast Be Fun. Yeah. Um, a little different. They are. I I had to go on uh, IMDb, but I did see that they are in fact in different genres. Are they? Oh. Yeah, they are. They are. Don't go into Mouse Hunt looking for the ring, and <laughs> yeah, don't I go don't into the ring looking for Mouse Hunt. I don't know which direction would be more upsetting slash surprising. Um, I, I, <laughs> I definitely think would be one. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think going into the ring thinking it's Mouse Hunt. Oh, is I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> it's like, all right, kids, well, settle down for Mouse Hunt, <laughs> and then it's the ring. Oh, I think we're just. Say, I think we're. Oh, saying the same thing. We're, we're, yeah. I think we agree on which one is worse, <laughs> but we're phrasing it differently. Okay, got it. Because yeah, I was like, because I was sitting here being like, going into the ring thinking it's mouse hunt would be worse because you probably got your kids with you. Right. Okay. Um, oh, got it. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I, what? I think I had seen this movie though. Back to this one we're talking about. Um. In the because I saw the first one you know, like 13 times in theaters, because as we all remember, I was absolutely obsessed with Orlando Bloom. Um, so mm -hmm. I definitely saw this one, like, I definitely saw it once, at least, but I had 
oh, I just have no memory. All I remembered was about was Davy Jones and his like how what he looked like. Um, but I didn't remember any. I think I like just blocked it all out for reasons we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, it from it. I just remember one of the thing movies like this, you know, didn't see him, but my I feel like one of my bigger takeaways from one of the most memorable parts of this for me is just me going <laughs> Bill Nye <Right>. has <laughs> been in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like oh. <laughs> weird, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. you know, uh, Love Actually. Yep. Right. And Best exotic marigold hotel mm. movies or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, and and so this? then after that, any other any other movie I see him in, I go, ah, no, you're in that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are a stably cast professional actor. Right. I guess. Good for you, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um. Shall we um shall we talk about this movie? Shall we vote? Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Um okay. one, two, two. I'm trying to do a pirate accent, but it's hard with counting. Three. One, two, three. Um God, get this movie out of, no. out of here. Ah, no. Yeah. It's also in addition to everything we're about to say, two and a half hours. For no reason. That is the worst. I, 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 paused, I paused to go to the bathroom and it was, I was 51 minutes in. Oh God. And I was just like, <laughs> I have like 51 two hours. minutes. I, <laughs> how can I have so much movie left? Like, what? Yeah. No, it's, it's that's, so much movie. And so unnecessarily so. I, oh, there's so and many it, things about representation and like the story it's telling. But also, like, this movie is just, I mean, it's that classic thing, I guess, of, like I, I haven't seen the original in a long time to be fair. So maybe I would also think it's horrible, mm. but you know, the, the original was good as far as I remember in terms of like writing and the story and character development and whatever. And in this one, it's like every character speaks the same way. They all make the same kind of joke. Like there's just so many scenes where like the joke is that the two characters just like keep talking in circles about the same thing and that's the joke is that like it just goes on long like it's so strange to me it's such a weirdly written movie Mm. and like there are these and it's like crazy because it's both all the action scenes sequences are like so much too long and like they become so uninteresting because they go on forever but also all the non-action scenes are so boring because they go on forever too. And it's like, I don't know, you just need to cut everything in half, you know? Uh, right. Not that that would and solve it, your problems, but it'd be one problem. Yeah. I mean, it would help if, you, help. I mean, maybe, but then, mm-hmm. all, yeah, I, there, there were just, there were also, there are so many things that I'm like, I can't be smarter than your movie. Right, right. God. You know, like, the 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 so there's a scene when the kraken is attacking the black pearl and they use the cannons to fend off the legs oh but it's going to come back so they're going to raise up all the gunpowder and rum and they're going to shoot it and i'm like wouldn't it be better to like 
let the kraken eat the ship and then as he's eating it mm, shoot, shoot it. the gunpowder so it blows up while it's going into its mouth like right right that really seemed <laughs> to be what you were yeah. doing every movie ever about big impenetrable invulnerable monster is put some sort of big explosive but yeah exactly yeah Yeah. no totally all the way from mib to love versus monsters (laughs) Mm -hmm. which you know pitch uh, plug for the 2020 dylan o'brien film love versus monsters oh okay cool it's a a fun film fun film um yeah and and not only that kind of being smarter than the the movie but like the plot is just like so it's just the most predictable plot ever even though it like draws itself <clears throat> out just to, to like really keep you guessing you know but you're just like oh i i can't even i stopped i didn't even write down specifics because i'm like every single plot element uh was was just like that but mm. um but i also felt like i felt like the how do i put it uh in terms of the plot points yes in terms of how we get into those plot points no like (laughs) you know it starts and it's the wedding and she's just in the rain yeah and i'm like okay i get the idea of like starting with her in the rain but there is no reason no that she would be out there like right, in her wedding anyone dress. who's ever been in a wedding or to a wedding or seen a movie with a wedding knows that the groom's party hits the, you know, yes, I'm being traditionalist, but these people own slaves, so they're traditionalist too. Mm-hmm. Um, like the groom's party is out there first. So mm-hmm. for her to be out there, and nobody else is out there. And then her to come in, see Orlando Bloom, and then be like, it's bad luck for a, a group to see the bride before the wedding. I'm like, you wouldn't have been there. Yeah, right. You would have been there. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. The same thing with the the scene with the indigenous Oh, my God. People. Oh, my God. I'm like, there are so many things of, like, yes. It is taught in the American school system that there's something along the lines of uh, Cortez bearing a resemblance to one of their Mm -hmm. gods and and therefore that being like one of the ways in which Spanish people were able to infiltrate the Aztecs. Mm -hmm. But we don't get that. All we just get is Johnny Depp somehow Mm -hmm. knows how to speak the language of this indigenous people. And right. oh, they and, worship him and, as a god, and a somehow, language. yeah, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. What a language! And then you know, also, uh, they have enough thigh bones. <laughs> they have enough crew to use enough thigh bones to, to make build <laughs> those two giant <laughs> wicker ball cages. Right. How much like, time is that? Because I mean, it's it's also wow. like it's tied to me to another thing about this movie that is so perhaps dumb, but I just like can't get past, which is like how long it seems to take to travel by sea. Because like you know, 
as soon as Will is like, okay, I'm going to go find Jack. He's like, it's like cut to, I'm at this port talking to somebody. Cut to, I'm at that port talking to somebody. Cut to right. that port. Oh, they're at this island. And cut to, he's at the island too. Uh, so like, it's just sort of like, oh, it's so fast and here you go. And then at the same time though, when we were actually get there, right, it's like, did you have like 40 crew members who in this time have right. all been like dismembered and like their scale and in which case like everybody in the sh in the balls don't seem very upset like they're all just kind of hanging out in the cages like mm -hmm. it's just like so the way it deals with time is so confounding um, right yeah. and like you know I, I i this is i'm sure not a a very valid comparison but you know as somebody who's made it most of the way through Moby Dick, I feel mm -hmm. like I can say from a point of expertise that <laughs> it, it isn't just anything for sailors to die at sea. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, there is, while, yes, they are closer to death and they know that, it doesn't mean they're like, eh, fuck you, pow, 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 pow. Like, right, right. I'll stand on your bones in a cage. I don't care. Right, like, God. It and, is not like that. No, and they were so quickly ready to compete with each other to be like, first group back to the ship wins, and the other group mm. dies. And you're like, right. you've all been next to each other in cages for presumably six months. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't just throw those people to the butt to the dogs like it's crazy, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the, yeah, you're exactly, you know, just the sheer fact that, like, you know, the human eye can only see so many miles, even with the telescope, could only see so many miles. Mm -hmm. Two ships could just pass each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just never know. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. It's insane. And yeah. like just the fact that they're, you know, it, it is, it is like you said, you know, oh, we're all trying to reunite on Tortuga. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, just, just please wait there a month, right? Yeah, for me to get to there, maybe arrive, and then find you. Yeah, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, Jesus. yeah. Well, and it's like because it's like this movie is just like a car a live action cartoon, you know? And like, that's why I feel like it's so many of the problems with it are just not, it's not supposed to be like real or serious, but it's also like kind of trying to be when it wants to be dramatic, mm -hmm. but it's just kind of like everything is just meant to be sort of surface amusement, entertainment value. Um, especially right. like God, this horrible sequence with the natives who are just like the whole joke about them is that they're like, you know, it's just that they're so stupid, essentially. And especially in the right. end, I literally was like, because, you know, there's a dog who uh, is on the ship, basically. And as soon as that dog was also on the island, I was like, oh, God, they're going to end up. Right. They eat people dog. and they eat dogs. Right. They eat people, they eat dogs. I mean, and, it's just yeah. crazy. And it's just like anything that comes across their shore, they're going to think it's a god. Like, it's just mm -hmm. so... It's just so cringeworthy. It's, it's, I don't even like, I can't believe. I, I was slightly, yeah. I was slightly relieved that this movie came out six months before Apocalypto mm, so oh. that it's not directly mocking mm -hmm. Apocalypto. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, 
both are bad one is worse um <laughs> yeah also yeah. just the sheer nature of the fact that uh you know the you know elizabeth swan you know kira knightley elizabeth swan her dad is the governor of jamaica mm. in the 1720s i'm like okay well this dude owns plantations right of course and seeks to like protect them and mm -hmm. the their slave owning interests and like the enemy is another company mm -hmm. that wants to sell the goods like wants to you know basically own both the the trading routes and the means and the plantations mm. and it's just like we're sitting here effectively rooting for these like rooting for the lord what's his face to fall mm. so that jonathan price he, you know he he he'll be reinstated as governor but like he he should he should he should be killed too. <laughs> right. Totally. Like no, they yeah. both die. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The morality of like both, like, and the pirates too, like, uh, you know, just, yeah, I said what I said about the first movie that I'm sure I would in, in retrospect watching now probably also want to get rid of the first movie, but like the glorifying how cool it is to be a pirate. Um, like there's just like the, the absence of, of race when it comes to piracy too in this movie and like so many movies about pirates is also just like upsetting because it's you know it's like you can be free as a pirate but like a lot of pirates you know stole if they're stealing you know uh were stealing uh, wealth, slaves. right they were stealing yeah. slaves exactly so it's just like yeah on both sides it's like the good guys who are on both sides of the either the the law like are also just like not not good guys, not guys, not right. people we want to root for. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just skipping over the major problematic areas. Like this is a Jane Austen novel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been just so you know, I've been workshopping that joke for like the past 10 minutes of my head. And <laughs> you did great. You know, all, all I'm saying is Mr. Darcy didn't get off, the, get all that wealthy off of nothing. So <laughs> uh, true. No, it's true. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I yeah. mean, also, so mm, go for it. Mm. Oh, I was just gonna say Tia Dalma, which the note that I wrote there. was, yeah. yeah, I just wrote the note, uh, <laughs> the Tichaba shit, um, mm -hmm. because yeah. it reminds me so much of Tichaba from The Crucible. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's like this. Oh God, you know, just the only. I mean, one of two women in the whole movie, and then like, unless except for the like semi, you know, nameless prostitutes we do see um oh yes you know with lots of boobs um yeah but mm -hmm. just like sh she's yeah it's so she again she's just like a cartoon you know because she's just it's like this magic you know like it's so isn't it like, i feel like it's like we're supposed to watch it like whoa isn't this crazy this like you know voodoo thing like it, it's just like so not supposed yeah, i to mean be, yeah i don't know there's just some sort of do they have 
like respect for her. Yes. And I feel like that is what, you know, Johnny Depp and Gore Verbinski are going to hide behind because in the world of the show, they respect this, this woman. But it's also like, uh, we as viewers are exactly like, Mm, voodoo ooh, priest it like I, it's just yeah no right. gross right. I, I mean it is it's a stereotype yeah and respect and it doesn't yeah i would it still feel it just feels like you know like fetishizing or you know oh sure like, yeah, yeah yeah so it feels like even in the movie they're they're like yeah let's go to this cool person who can use her crazy mm. things to help us you know and it's just like and she also is like immediately you know, hitting on Will and just like, right. so just, just down, you know? And I'm just like, Oh God, it's yeah. really gross. Also like the writer, like a white man wrote for her to be like, you know, what you been gone here for? You know, I'm mm. like, Ooh, no, mm. no. Like uh, it's just, uh, ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like sorry, you know, Mark Twain. Yeah, put it, right. Put the dialect away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like very, the script, uh, un- the script, untrustworthy. Like in the script. Yeah, I mean, in the script, like the, the screen. Right. I mean, I can't promise you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot I, promise you that. I you. But I can. <laughs> I, I can promise you that. I can promise you that. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't swear, but I'll promise. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't bet an eternity of servitude, oh. but I'd bet a year or two. <laughs> um, good CGI in this movie, but uh, yeah, no, decent, yeah, decent CGI. That's yeah, the only thing. It's the the thing I remember most from the trailers of this movie. You know, mm-hmm. was I I realized while watching it the the water wheel sword fight uh-huh, uh-huh. where it like comes off the house and it's rolling and they're sword yeah, fighting on necessary. it uh-huh. i was like oh yeah i remember that from the commercial <laughs> yeah totally that's like yeah, and that, that was, was the end of that right right you know? yep yep that's about it um yeah honestly and i, I actually know. yeah go for it I, ugh, woof woof, woof. Sorry, I, no. but I have a th- I have a question. I have a theory um, because this all right, so this movie comes out in 2006 and I'm very curious as to what is going on. That makes movies stop having. Like iconic lines. Hmm. And I wonder if it's because of the Internet. Because prior to the the internet and and hold on, prior to like meme culture, I feel like movies were memes hmm. and also trying to be memes. I feel like the idea of having iconic lines was a big deal, but now, like, I just don't. I couldn't I'm I am hard pressing myself mm-hmm. to come up with a 
line, uh, uh, an iconic line from a movie that has happened in the past five years. Oh, like from from today, like now that there from is today. meme culture. Hmm. Right. Now that there are memes, because mm-hmm. like I, I could list you loads of memes. I could list you loads of things uh, and, and like ways in which like slang has been introduced through memes, mm-hmm. etc. But I couldn't really listen to a movie. And I mean, I I watched this long video about why, like, Marvel movies have no iconic music. Hmm. And it was a that was a different thing because it was about. um These like editing tracks that like a lot of. Ugh, there, there were a lot of different reasons, so it doesn't really matter. But that's the other thing of like, why is it that if I say like, you know, what's Darth Vader's theme song? What's uh, the Rebellion theme song? What's Indiana Jones theme song? You can do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, OK, uh, what's what's one of the themes from the Avengers? Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, so I'm like, what is it about this this movie? Like, I have no memory of it. I have no memory, like no quotes, nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. That's how I felt too. Because then I like, I loved the first one, so I definitely saw it. You know, probably multiple times. But yeah, I remembered really nothing from it. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And there definitely are movies coming up still later in the 2000s that I'm like, oh yeah, that has a bunch of quotes or quotable quotes. You know, uh, um, or at least I'm thinking, really thinking of like The Dark Knight. And those movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The That's The Dark Knight movies. for sure. The artist, no iconic lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get what mm-hmm. you're doing there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, why exactly? I don't really follow. <laughs> the last thing that uh. I have to say about this movie which honestly i'm like it's just so obvious it goes unsaid almost but um you know but just kira knightley's character um thinking about her and like i just think this movie is so so stupid (laughs) like she just it's doing the thing where like so between last movie and this one she's i guess learned sword fighting um Mm -hmm. from will um and so you know she is good enough clearly to get a job on board a ship uh, and like, you know, work with her hands and be do manual right. stuff and whatever, which, you know, we do see her sword fight for like 10 seconds and, you know, uh, uh, but otherwise she, you know, exclusively uses is about her sexuality and, you know, uses it to like for her own, for like the big plot moments that she's involved in. Um, and then in the freaking last second, when the Kraken is attacking the ship and she's like gonna, she's got, she's clearly got good aim because she's the one who is picked to like shoot the barrels, you know, at the last second she gets mm-hmm. grabbed by a tentacle. So she drops the, right. the, the thing and then she gets like saved from the squid. And then Jack picks up the rifle, even though, and she holds onto his leg um, while he shoots the barrel. And I'm like, what are you? F- really like you couldn't at least have her like even the cheesy thing where he grabs mm-hmm. the gun and she's like jumps up and you know like slaps him or whatever and like takes the gun from him and she does it herself like but like it literally just has her like clutching his leg 
thankful that he was doing this thing like it was just really gross yeah yeah it it happens the the two things that i feel that i feel like happen are you know oh like we'll we'll call a a woman a good fighter Mm -hmm. but obviously we can't have somebody hitting a woman so right so we can't see her fight right so we'll have to completely take her out of commission Mm -hmm. or write in a woman that she can fight Mm -hmm. you know like i felt that way about uh like scott pilgrim Mm -hmm. right the only time that ramona flowers steps up to fight instead of scott Mm -hmm. is to fight yeah uh may whitman right totally Um, yeah no it's true it's true it's so crazy so crazy yeah yeah I, I find this movie, yeah, the only reason that I was like, do I get rid of this movie? The only reason I was like on a remote fence is because I was just like, man, I just don't, I just think this movie is so boring mm-hmm. that it's taking itself out of the running. I mean, I say that, but at the same time, there have been, there have been, uh, it, because this movie is the most, the, was the top grossing of the year it you know we have multiple sequels Mm -hmm. and and theme park rides that keep this series alive in the ethos so like i mean yeah i guess we do we gotta nip this in the butt get rid of this gotta get rid of it i guess yeah right it's like it's not quite just disappeared so we can ignore it yeah right yeah although yeah uh, no, no. Although what? Oh no. Well, not although, but I don't really remember. But I remember the next one being a little better. But maybe it was just that it was more fun and like better written. Probably not mm. that it was like better in its you know messaging or my, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My I my high school girlfriend's dad. Mm-hmm. Com- his complaint about it was that it was three hours of sword fighting by people who couldn't be killed by swords it's a good complaint and i yeah. was like all right that's true um, yeah. yeah you know um my 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 biggest problem with this movie not pardon me i take that back um a problem that i have with the structure of this movie is that yeah i felt this way with it with um the last of the 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 third Hunger Games movie and somewhat Harry Potter seven part two, Harry Potter seven part one mm. was that like this idea of, of stretching. Yeah, I heard that. Stretching things out. Why did that happen? <laughs> oh my God. And I quickly tried to angle the microphone away and it didn't matter. <laughs> nope didn't matter we all uh, heard it okay, i'm um, getting rid of that next time okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the it, 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 they end up basically by expanding this big story and i'm worried about it with dune i mean either with dune they're gonna mm. just make some serious cuts or they're gonna divide it into three parts and follow the three parts that there are that are in the book mm-hmm. but like the biggest problem structurally is that they try to make an ending out of a middle mm, totally like it's the the ending i feel like 
was just so blah. It was because it's all about trying to get you to watch the next one. Yeah. Cause that's, cause they just right. want your, your money. Right. But yeah. instead of like a cliffhanger, it's yeah, like yeah. a, Oh, I guess, I guess I'll just, have yeah, I guess. To... you. Yeah. yeah. Instead of writing two movies that you filmed back to back, you wrote one movie mm, and said, actually, if half. we add a bunch of plot points, <laughs> yeah. we can make it to, right. uh, it was yeah. very, yeah. Yeah. That's very true. A boring, a boring ending. It really was quite you know? boring and ending. For a for a, a, a swashbuckling <laughs> quasi heist movie, yeah, just yeah, action adventure. Yeah, that was right. I was like, there's a very clear genre that I'm just it's totally escaping me right now. But I don't. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it was boring. Yeah, it yeah. was boring. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, amazing segue alert. Shall we move on? <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. Departed. Let's move on to the departed. Fucking departed. Yeah, yeah. F- yeah. Uh, we can go on through time for fucking your mother departed. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, so the departed was the best picture winner. Okay, I'm not going to even try. Of 2006. Yeah, the departed. So, oh, okay, it's set in South Boston. Um, we follow two men connected to both law enforcement and the Irish mob. Colin Sullivan, who, um, the leader of the mob, Frank, Frank Costello, has groomed to become a mole for the mob inside the Massachusetts State Police. And Billy Costigan, a recruit with family ties to organized crime, who is sent undercover to be a mole for the cops inside the mob. So we got a little double cross. Um, as Billy gets more and more entrenched in the criminal activities that he is now becoming a part of, he also gets more and more scared for his life, where he's going to be found out um, and therefore murdered by Frank. Um, Sullivan, meanwhile, is assigned to a special task force investigating the mob, so he's always able to tip off Frank and his crew whenever the law is getting close. And not only that, but he then gets assigned to find himself, the to, to find oh. the mole within the cops. Um, both parties know there is a mole in both organizations. So Billy and Sullivan are both kind of frantically also trying to discover who the other one is. Um, Sullivan starts dating a psychiatrist named Madeline who treats police officers. Um, their relationship gets serious. She's about to move in, but, um, she also has one session seeing Billy as a patient. Uh, and then they, uh, break off the patient and psychiatrist relationship because it doesn't go very well, but they, the two of them strike up a romantic connection as well. Um, both groups, law and outlaw close in on each other. I'm really skipping past a lot of specifics, but you know, that's helpful. I think hopefully, uh, anyways, eventually mm-hmm. leading to both Billy's boss and Frank Costello getting killed. Um, Billy and Sullivan finally meet um billy is brought in because it seems as though his job is done since frank has been just has been killed but billy realizes that sullivan is the mole um so he confronts him tries to arrest him uh, but he gets billy gets killed um by one of the other another mole in the cops surprise surprise and but it actually was a surprise and then sullivan also gets killed by um one of billy's other bosses in the cops uh so by the end they are both dead as are many others <laughs> that's that's kind of that's mm-hmm. a little bit the plot um yeah steven take it away 
So, uh, The Departed's a 90 million fucking dollar movie and made 291.5 fucking million dollars. A fucking remake of the fucking your mother adaptation of a Hong Kong. So, it was a remake of an adaptation of a Hong Kong movie called Internal Affairs, a uh, of which an actually is. I'm sorry, pardon me. Oh, okay. It was an ad, it is a, uh, it's, it got all fuzzy because it won, uh, adapted screenplay. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. But it was a, so, and, and it's a bit, some people call it a remake, but it's kind of an amalgamation of a fran, a franchise of Hong Kong movies, um, that it's like an internal affairs franchise. Uh, and it won, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best uh, Film Editing. And it's the only directing win for Scorsese. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it put, put his his uh, streak to rest. Hmm. But, uh, no, I have no but. Um, yeah, filled with... Uh, Another year, it's a big, big year for famous people again. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Then you've got uh, Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon. Uh, did I say Mark Wahlberg? Not yet, but now you did. Great, Mark Wahlberg. And uh, even Anthony Anderson uh, is, you know, already been acting at this point. Um, I say even Anthony Anderson just because he's like a a smaller role mm-hmm. in the movie. And then allegedly her breakthrough, uh, via Vera Farmiga, 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 but maybe that's Farmiga. You're a Farmiga. Mm. Mm, maybe it sounds wrong now. Uh, it, it does. It, it does sound wrong to me. Okay. It sounds very much Caribbean. Um, <laughs> but you know, she, uh, her by far biggest roles were in the conjuring series. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, the relevance of this movie is the, you know, this being Scorsese's win. And then also it's mirrored in Sherlock because Sherlock meets like Moriarty on a rooftop and, He's set it up so that he's going to like he falls from the roof and dies and it's set up Mm -hmm. so that Sherlock is the um, culprit. Mm -hmm. It's seen as like a a reference to the departed or uh, inspired by Mm -hmm. Um, also my understanding. Is that uh, seeing as how I didn't see this movie until last year and I knew that uh, when what that when Jack Nicholson is like talking to uh Leonardo DiCaprio about you know trying to figuring out whether or not he's a rat and then he pulls out the gun and he points it at him mm-hmm. that like Leonardo DiCaprio didn't know that mm-hmm. he'd have a gun. Sure. Um Not yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of the but you know, Leo is one of those now, because you know whether or not that's ethical mm-hmm. um, is one thing, um, but you know Leo is Leo's one of those. But you got, but we got the shot. Mm. I, guys, I I feel like so. Jack Nicholson is also one of those guys. Oh, Jack Nicholson is and Martin Scorsese is, is. I think I see oh. a lot in a lot of Martin Scorsese stuff. Uh, yes, yeah. indeed, indeed. 
Um, but we got the shot. All right. Do we, uh, uh, do we vote? We do. We do it. All right. Three, two, one. No. Keep it? Oh. Keep it? I, Keep wow. it. I don't, I, this is, see, okay, this, I really, I did a whole bunch of writing on my little notebook being like, I can't tell if I, cause I just think it's a really good movie, um, movie making wise and there, and you know, it is a, it, it's yeah, but I don't, I get, I, this one had me going down a little rabbit hole of our criteria and what it means. So I need help. I guess. Okay. Well, here's my thought. I felt about this movie. Did you see The Wolf of Wall Street? I did. I felt this. I feel like this is um, a better version of The Wolf of Wall Street, which is to say that it is excellently made, excellently acted. But I'm like, I'm like, what are we doing here? I'm like, I, 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 the, what I wrote at the end, my last note was, you know, sure, it's great. But is it good? You know, and I don't know. Like, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Everything is great. Everything is amazing. A and then. But it also feels like. If you just have a, a bunch of guys in a room going, fuck you, I fucked your mother, and hey, my mother's fucking my father, she ain't got time for fucking you, hey, don't worry, I bought her a new bed because I fucked it through it, yeah, well, I fucked your mother through the floor, and then just pop pop out, kill, 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 oh, man, what a great movie, what a great movie, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, like, I mean, but, what? Yeah, but I, totally, but I also, like, but this movie is, I mean, and this is the place where, I know we've been here before, where, like, something critiquing something still makes it seem cool or exciting or whatever so like it does feel like the movie like morally it is you know like leo's vulnerability in like fear of you know the like terrifying world that he's now a part of and how it like you know breaks him um like is like very uh it's just really scary to watch like i just really really feel like his fear and how this is not a world he wants to be in. It's not a cool world, you know, because every day he's just like worried he's going to die. And, and, and that the cops at the same time are also like, not, it's not like they are just a shining example of purity and goodness. Like there's the whole fact that Frank is an FBI informant. And so like he has immunity when like, that's also fucked up because he does all this horrible things that everybody knows mm. about, you know, and, and then like Matt Damon is like, clearly is like, he's so charming, but he's also like a, like a monster, you know? Um, and so it just feels like the, it is try, it is like, it's not, meant to make any of this world seem good um or cool but like in right. just the fact of showing it mm. like do what so i i get the idea of 
Sorry, kids. The real world's not black and white. There's no <laughs> errors, good and bad, on both sides. But okay. I would argue that the the sort of Tarantino-style world that he puts together is the the cool factor gets brought in by Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin. Mm -hmm. That they are the examples of, because they're both, they're the two, the, they're like, I, I'm going to say this, to the bone good, mm -hmm. that are so good at what they do that he could be right next to his superior and be like, hey, fuck you and your mother and you, you're a dumb fuck. I don't give a shit what you're doing, you lace curtain prick. Well, fuck that's why you. I don't... I don't and, then, right, and then the I'm superior the is like, he is... <laughs> <laughs> you're making the departed of our podcast. <laughs> All right, well, I, like... No, no, I know. But, but then like, also yeah. Martin Sheen is like, well, we, you know, there are things about him that we have to deal with. And I'm like... Okay, so yeah, this is so just you're like casually is... signing off on this behavior. I mean, because yeah, right. it, it seems like Alec Baldwin definitely is is like the is like good guy and and like co meant to be cool and funny because like that's often the character he plays and that's what he does here, mm. you know. And Mark Wahlberg, though, I'm like, okay, you are so clearly from the beginning through to the end, just like really off the handle with the intensity of of your position that like i don't know that he seems cool like i don't know he just it's just such a intense character oh i think he absolutely seems cool really maybe oh, it's a personality yeah it's like a yeah i'm just like so i i think yeah. i know uh, and 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 or like he is supposed uh, to yeah. yeah no i think i'm gonna take the liberty to say mm -hmm. that Dude. those of us design who have groomed to feel like we are supposed to be the ideal of patriarchal masculinity mm -hmm. um see someone like mark Wahlberg and think it's funny and cool mm, yeah you know yeah probably yeah and, and yeah that like that's what it takes man that's what it's yeah he's the, he's a good guy he's fucking he dead he takes it he doesn't take any crap from anybody and then also he would he die before he gave up his his men he wouldn't give them up to undercovers that he's like oh yeah he's really yeah he's a really bastard though though bastard yeah <laughs> Uh, I just want a recording of just you doing th those things and I'll make a like sleep meditation podcast out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that like I liked, mm -hmm. um, you know, I liked that, um, what is it? Um, I liked the scene 
Oh, okay. All right. No, let's talk about Verifarmija. Mm-hmm. Um, I, regardless of, okay. So do I like the, like the line, um, you know, if we're not going to work out, you're going to have to leave me because, you know, I'm Irish. I'll deal with something being wrong for the rest of my life. Like, I thought that was a great line. Mm-hmm. However, like, I mean, I'm, I can say that I'm naive and things have certainly gone, you know, without being fatalistic, worse for me than they are for, uh, Matt Damon or Vera Farm, yeah, you know, not worse than me for Matt Damon, but basically, I'm no, uh, I'm no love guru featuring Mike Myers, but I feel like if if you're in bed and so and you're like, someone goes, look, if we're not gonna work out, maybe you're gonna have to leave me. And then they go, maybe you should leave town. Mm. I just don't see it just continuing on. Mm-hmm. The the you relationship? Know? Yeah, that seems a little bit uh, final. Which well, I mean, I know people delude themselves. Yeah. And I know that. And that's part, I mean, like, <sighs> yeah, it's like not, yeah, it's not. I feel like if this movie did a little, if did a little more, I mean, probably a lot more with her, we could get some great insight because I think there is some very interesting psychological stuff going on that's like just really untapped um, because like it seems like she's doing like, she, yeah, she, this is not a good relationship. Um, she is like there's moments throughout where he does something that she doesn't like or agree with and then she but she just kind of goes along with it and it's interesting Mm. potentially to be like you know you are a character who is literally a psychiatrist and yet for yourself like how different that can be to like Mm -hmm. you know to see what's going on with your own life and your own sort of psyche um but but the movie never really intentionally goes there um and never like gives her a chance to go there either yeah it's really it's very shitty that she's the only person in this movie and that really her her role is not as professional it is as you know as romantic partner um for both of them you know i feel like if i am extending the longest olive branch possible that when writing this movie it was like Oh yeah, you know, she's a product of Boston, this Boston environment too. And so, you know, even though she knows it's it's bad for her, she can't get out the same way that uh they can't get out. They can't escape Boston either. And so, you know, the fact that uh Matt Damon is, you know, a dick to her, you know, he <laughs> she actually is kind of trained to want that because, you know, her father was a dick to her. His father was a dick to his mom and, you know, his, and his father and his father and his father, you know, big, big generational, uh, bunch of, bunch of Boston dicks, you know, like the fact that he said, you know, the, the fact that he wasn't, 
I think it's one thing to be like coy and sarcastic and sort of jabby. Like the line at face value, you know, oh, who says I want to see you again? Mm-hmm. That can be said in a way that is like cool and like sexy and fun. Yeah. Or it can be said like, who the fuck do you think you are? Mm. You think I want to see you again? Yeah. And he went the second way, you know, and. Wait, in the, in the scene where they're at the restaurant? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, but it was a, cause it was all part of a little, I mean, it, but like he did. Yeah, it was a joke, but I'm saying that. Yeah. There are jokes when you make jokes about whether or not you actually like somebody. Mm-hmm. You telegraph that it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise. Yeah. You're a dick. Totally. But yeah. And like, that's right. I think he is a dick to her. And but yeah, like she the movie for her like it ends in terms of their relationship it's just like and then she's just not there anymore because she finally gets what's been happening and like sees it all you know but but like right yeah but we but she gets no she gets no like realized arc so she's just she's just kind of going along with right you know yeah Yeah. and she's just sort of written to fuck these two guys because the writers knew that she needed to fuck these two guys. And like, you know, the fact that he's in her apartment and she's like, you know, your your vulnerability is really, uh, yeah. It says something about like the vulnerability is really freaking me out. Is it real? Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sitting there being like, um, well, he hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything. He's got that so he's vulnerable look. He's Leo. He's he's got that I'm like really on edge and I'm kind of freaking out. Mm. Um he's got that vibe. He sure does. Um but but mm. mm-hmm. I don't necessarily consider that synonymous with uh, vulnerability. Mm. Um Yeah. You know, I wouldn't call a school shooter vulnerable. Jeez, no, yeah. Yeah. That's true, Steven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Handle it. Handle it. Also, I really didn't like the French donut thing. I was like, I need to know if this is a joke or not. I need to know. <laughs> because I know that you did not call a croissant a French donut. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe as a yeah. professional woman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. despite the fact that you have a an utter inability inability to construct a three piece suit, that once I noticed it, I lost it. To construct, she a, was wh- she was either wearing a like vest and pants that that matched. Or she was wearing a three-piece suit, but the vest didn't match. <laughs> and I was like, woman, just don't wear a vest. If you don't have a vest, 
Maybe it was for the suit or wear a contrast vest. Make it clear that you're not trying to just skate one by. I mean, there was one where she was wearing a pinstripe suit with a pinstripe vest. Both were navy blue, but it was different. It was a different it was a different shade of navy blue. It was different with the pinstripe and the pinstripes were different with from each other. I was like that. (laughs) What's happening? I know that TJ Maxx didn't sell it to you like that. Like, <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, what? What is like, what? Funny, what is happening? What? Would... So funny. I didn't. Yeah, that, well, I. You do know a lot about what? vests, so you know. Yeah. Well, there's just something is a suit or it's not a suit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the 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 costumer, the wardrobe designer, mm-hmm. uh, planned that. It wasn't an accident that the vest never matched. And I guess I maybe I missed uh, professional women's wear in the mid 2000s. And it was actually a very big thing for the the vest to be close, but not quite Mm -hmm. the jacket and pants. (laughs) Unless I missed a big trend, you know, with. Not far from this time, teenage girls were wearing shorts, skirts over jeans. But, you know, I I, I could be wrong. I'm fallible. Uh, Mm -hmm. Go figure. But, yeah. uh, Hmm. What Mm -hmm. the hell? Then I consider that I consider that not even icing on a cake. I consider that sifted confectioner sugar over a cake. You know, it's like. Somebody watches Bake Off. I'm like, it 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 goes, it's not even the cherry. It goes on the cherry. But I was watching it like, what the hell am I looking at? Mm, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no. I'm sure there was a, well, I'm not sure. Maybe there was a trace behind it. But regardless, we were never given any insight into mm. her. We never got to see her pick her clothes out of the closet. And maybe if we did, we would know why she did that. Right. She also clearly grew up poor and we don't get to hear anything right. about that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, all, all, all the only reason that we, we only, we only know she grew up poor. One, so that we could see that Leonardo DiCaprio values her more than Matt Damon, mm-hmm. but also that Matt Damon has to keep, I guess, details hidden to make sure that if he gets made people can't look around his apartment and figure things out mm. but we don't really know mm-hmm. right so just we, seems that, like that was no, an asshole seems like he's just a dick who's like mm-hmm. nah you can't have this here yeah nothing about anybody's past yeah. sorry pal mm-hmm. yeah it does not it, you know. yeah I th- which i thought it was just him being a dick you know first for the one of the many like little clues she was just you know she felt and then right. ignored but yeah yeah i feel mm. like i feel like if i'm extending the benefit of the doubt to the movie one because his upbringing was by costello mm-hmm. and he's pretending to be a cop mm-hmm. if she's got pictures of his upbringing he'd have to have pictures mm-hmm. if she's got pictures of her own he'd have to have pictures of his mm-hmm. and he can't put them up yeah but then also if he were to get found out or if some sort of like, if somebody were to be looking around in his apartment, 
making right. sure that nobody can look around at pictures and find a way to get to her or get to her family or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. there was, there was talk of, I only like triangulated that because there was so much talk about how Leonardo DiCaprio like wasn't trustworthy because he mm -hmm. didn't have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't have connections that could be exploited. Right. You know? Right. But at the same time, <clears throat> Frank is really upset when, um, Mm, Sullivan when when they move in together like when Mark Wahlberg continues mm, to right. see her so yeah yeah oh damn hmm. yeah. exact uh, amount yeah 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 which I guess like to me yeah it's uh and I know that the way that I the way that this came out most clearly it, 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 let me put it this way it was it's more relevant for the Wolf of Wall Street than it is for this movie but I feel like it's still relevant. And in a way, this movie gets through people's uh, defenses more easily. But I find that there's just a lot of so much of this movie. I feel like so much of what is appealing about this movie is also gratuitous. And that, you know, do I need a moral reason for a story to be told? No. But also kind of. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, do I, I don't, don't give me a morality play, but I do want to know why I watched a movie. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, and I'm, as you're saying all these things, I've been thinking about like Tarantino and like, it's not, I, I don't like, I do feel like Scorsese generally. And, but with this movie, especially like the, the morality of it does feel to me like it is very and like there is still so much violence and you know um but like it is a critique of all of that and both of the like, corruption and like and the or and organized crime i don't know like but yeah so like i'm just imagining if tarantino made this movie how cool everything would be you know mm. uh, yeah um, but that's not exactly what we're doing you know so like it's not like that i don't even know how much that matters but i'm just like you know. but also i can't promise that it would be any different or if they would just be in there just would be more black and white suits <laughs> but i think you it know would, I, yeah i mean but like leo wouldn't be freaking out the way he freaks out like he wouldn't be falling apart i feel like you know or in the same way or if he was falling apart he'd be like i don't saying know the n-word more probably um but that would mean there would have to be black characters in this movie, Fair. you know, which there aren't. Well, um, not necessarily. That's true. There don't have to be. Yeah, right. Most, of, Cl say, most of Clinton Tarantino's body of work. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> Plenty of inwards and <laughs> in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I'm still on the. I'm still stuck on that. But I, there are so many things that, um, yeah, that I I don't like. But I, it's so hard to get past the the like really effective 
um, storytelling and the really strong script, the really strong actors, the really great cinematography, like all those things, um, especially when I am able to like see a morality that it's reaching for that I, that allows me, that feels, it makes it feel more okay for me to like look past uh, things I would otherwise be critical of, you know? So I'm just, mm. I'm just, just to say that this is a, it's just tough. It's a tough thing. It's a yeah. tough thing we're doing. And not everything is the would... Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Not everything is the Pirates of the Caribbean. That's you know, part of me wonders if it would be one of the, you know, few films that's strengthened by, that would be strengthened by being more disconnected. Hmm. You know, like, I'm not a huge fan of vignette-style movies. Mm-hmm. But maybe if it were a series of vignettes, some about some with crooked cops, some with undercover cops, some with uh, and like all these things, we would be left with more of a, you know, more of this feeling, which I guess I feel like the film is supposed to be leaving you with, which is. Christ, there's so much corruption. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. How do you not like? How do you not have this? How do you how do you get around this? Can you get around this? There's just so much, and so part of me wonders. Yeah, like, is it what uh, mm-hmm. would that make it? better if they were more loose you know maybe it's maybe that maybe that's a product of it being multiple sort of storylines that have been amalgamated into one Hmm. maybe i should the 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 maker of the the hong kong movie Mm -hmm. not a fan of scorsese's departed yeah so i wonder if it's if it is better yeah i wonder you know i wonder if or i just wonder how it's different right 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 yeah because i the like yeah although also no remarkably uh few black people in that one as well Mm -hmm. just want to point out yeah thank you i just want to point out good to know good to know yeah 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 we can acknowledge uh never mind sorry It was a joke, everybody. Cancel me. Hashtag Steve Moscow's Nova Party. Cancel me. That's right. I said it. I said it. We're just too when are we going to address the fact that Hong Kong movies uh, were not diverse? Oh, my God. Yeah, we need another podcast for that, for sure. Right. Um, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still... I'm just, yeah, I'm still not sure, but I don't know what I, I don't feel, I don't know. I don't know. This is really hurting my brain in a helpful right. way. So I mean, because to me, if I think about it, if I think who is somebody that is going to go, oh, we should watch The Departed. Like, who is that person? Mm-hmm. And that person, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll wager ten years of servitude. Okay, <laughs> that person loves 
the Mark Wahlberg, Alec Baldwin banter. <laughs> Loves it. Which, like, to me, the better version of this, and I talked about this with my brother, um, is the other guys. When you, the other guys in the room? The, is it a movie? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. There's a comedy. There's a oh, movie oh. with with Mark Wahlberg and and Will Ferrell, huh. uh, and it's like a comedy detective movie. And Mark Wahlberg basically plays exactly the same guy, except he's partnered with Will Ferrell, a nerd, mm-hmm. and basically there he's like an accountant. So basically that kind of behavior is being that kind of like tough guy behavior is being straight manned the whole time. Hmm. And I mean, in a way, this <laughs> hilariously funny movie is stronger for the fact that it is making fun of the departed, hmm. you know, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't know. Like I can't I struggle with like dog it's a dog eat dog world, pal. A man's gotta make his own way. No one gives it to ya. Um you know what that accent str- actually makes me think of? It makes me think of Robin Williams as the genie doing a Jack Nicholson impression. It's totally <laughs> you sound like in a great way. Sorry, I just I just put my finger on that. Um Thank you. Yeah. Uh thank you, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel, yeah. so for me, for me, uh, for you, I'm gonna let you hit it for free. For you, I'm gonna let you hit it for free. For you, <laughs> for you, I wasn't expecting you. What are you what I thought you? maybe we could start out with a couple of walks. What's happening? Um, it, don't worry, it's a Do it. it's a meme that mm. will be long forgotten mm. by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. It's virtually forgotten at this point. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just I think I think I'm I'm very guarded against this kind of movie because I feel like movies like this They just get some kind. There's like, there's just like, they get free passes, and they just sort of they make their way through a lot, uh, past a lot of checkpoints. And I don't always know why, hmm. except for the fact that, uh, it glorifies behavior that uh men wish exemplified themselves you're talking about the alec baldwin mark Wahlberg stuff oh well like but also i mean even the way matt damon behaves and you know even even the the life and death reality that that uh, leonardo dicaprio is in and the way that he talks to the other mobsters when he's deep undercover and all that that it's just it's it's the mirror. I, it's the mirror that most men wish they were looking in. You know, I mean, hmm. it's like some say art reflects life. Others say it reflects the life the audience wishes it had. <laughs> like, I I feel like that's what it. 
Yeah. It is. It's right. like well, scratching that masculine itch. Sure. And I just, yeah, I'm still, um, yeah, just, uh, uh, I, f- I feel like the, it's kind of the root of that. Like to me, the intention still is to not glorify it, but in making it really doing it a really good job at portraying all these things, you just kind of are glorifying it, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, But I I also, sorry, my brain is just going in circles and I'm, I don't know that I will, I I think I probably agree with you. Um, and I'm just still like, uh, yeah, um, please, Mm. please continue. I just, I'm like, might need to stop. Well, I mean, to me, as far as like the, the, you know, if we hold it up against another mob movie, the Godfather. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been thinking. Like, about, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like the Godfather does a better job of like portraying the damage that it has, that it does on their lives, the damage that it does to Michael's character. Um, yes, it still has to contend with inherently glorifying organized crime, but I feel like it does a better job of showcasing like the paranoia. Um, but like Martin Scorsese, you know, this ain't his first mob rodeo. Right. You know, I, I, I don't know that this movie is adds anything more to the, the world than casino and Goodfellas. And well, it feels like a different, point attitude about it than like goodfellas or something but uh. I, I just feel like it's like mobsters being hard mm-hmm. like thank you short king martin scorsese for proving that you know white guys got got it in them to fucking fuck some shit up you know like mm-hmm. they hard they get you know i don't know i just i don't know mm-hmm. yeah we might like, need to do a whole episode specifically about mob movies because I feel like this is just, yeah, it, it, like I'd love to think about a whole sequence of them and like this question and mm. I don't know. Yeah. Because um, like there is a mob. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously stories about the mob right. and like how do you tell a story about the mob? You know, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. interesting to me. I don't. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, I don't, it's not easy. Yeah. Hmm. But it is interesting. It is. Um, well, I know it's not very uh, satisfying, but if you're okay leaving it with, with the, um, the uncertainty. Of yeah, I'll leave it with, you know, in a very departed-esque manner, uh, we'll leave the ending mm. uncertain, mm. more nebulous. Yes. Sure. And the very Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean Mm, ending. Hopefully not so boring. Hopefully not, but I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, equally little resolved, but (laughs) one was indeed structured better. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there, if you're still out there. Am I getting it wrong? Am I getting it wrong? The haiku comes later at the end. So it's like a little, ooh, I want to stick around for the haiku because everybody loves them so Thank much. <laughs> fucking God for that goddamn haiku. Um, um, 
We're a Rack Rising so, Production. Yeah, we're a Rack yeah. Rising Production podcast. <laughs> we're so great. And you want to, like, you know, you got to follow me. You got to follow me at Save the Penguins on TikTok. And uh, she's Gina underscore Boston, with a G. Boston, on Boston, Boston, Boston. And next time, you know. Oh. Next time, it's more Pirates of the Caribbean. It is. As and well as No Country, no for, country old for Old Man. And it's 2007, the year I graduated high school. What, what, what? What, what, what? Wait, wait. Wait, wait a minute, 2007. Okay. Yep. I thought yep. you were a singular year, my senior. I, well, are... I am young for my grade because I skipped from halfway through kindergarten to halfway through first grade. So I was. Okay, so you're both. You're, you're both more and as much older than me than I thought. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. All right. Here's a here's a haiku to take us home. Um, and this one again, I, I I crafted out of our conversation as as will become. Mm. Mm. Stephen is watching. If you wear a three piece suit, make sure it matches. Because otherwise it's not a suit. Okay, yes, exactly. This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram. And if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.